0: Summer may be easy and breezy and relaxing for some, but for others, it can be routine as normal and busy and hectic and relentless with family coming into town, vacations, work not letting up, kids out of school, and so on. And I've noticed that when busyness comes into my life, it can cause me to not be so present with my family, with my people, and also it tempts me to forget to prioritize Jesus. So this may surprise you, but something mega practical that I have been doing in my life is automating and making something like a household task that I have to do all the time no matter the season so much simpler and for us that has been Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online grocery store that restricts 1000 plus harmful ingredients and only sells the best and yummiest quality because they care about you ordering on their easy app and getting things delivered to my literal doorstep in days is a huge stress reliever and it saves me time so I don't have to give up my other precious time or energy this summer this last order we received a few days ago we got the simply protein cookies and cream bars and it is literally the yummiest protein bar I've ever tried hunters even trying to steal some of them we even saved twenty dollars on last week's order, and hey, if you're still not convinced, they have a price match guarantee. I mean, say less, right? So this summer, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com/truthtalks and get thirty percent off your first order. Plus, you get a free sixty dollar gift. That's t h r i v e market.com/truthtalks. ThriveMarket.com/truthtalks. Hi, sis. Welcome to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose behind this podcast and online ministry is to help beautiful women like yourself know, love, and live God's truth. Not only will this be a space of truthful, faith-filled talks, it will also be a place where we let God's word speak for itself, because God's truth speaks. My name is Tara, and I'm your host, but you can call me your sister. Join me each week as we talk about the truth of God's word and how it can ignite us with purpose. We'll talk about God's Word, how we're called to live, challenging topics, and grow in faith together. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to encourage and equip our hearts. Let's be women who love His truth, live His truth, and spread His truth. Hey, sweet friend. Welcome back to another episode of Truth Talks with Tara. Today, we are coming at you with another guest interview. I have one of my favorite best friends, the Tiffany Rogers on the podcast today. We are talking about sharing your faith or sharing the gospel with people, especially in a way that is not awkward or forced. Tiffany is a gifted writer, speaker, friends, and leader of her own online women's ministry. And today we're honing in specifically on, is it possible to share the gospel, to share God's news with people, non-believers, especially non-believers and how to do that in a gentle way. And then also just practice practical tips to do it, what the Bible says about it, and how you can move boldly in the testimony that God has given you. I am so excited for this conversation. If you're ready for this Holy Spirit truth packed conversation, here is my talk with Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany, I am like actually fangirling over here. I am so excited that you're here on the show today. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat and encourage us today.
1: Tara, literally, thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I have been so looking forward to this. I'm just honored to be here. Thank you for having me
0: of course it's seriously my favorite thing and i just love chatting with you so this is going to be amazing i'm so excited before we dig into the word and this awesome conversation that we're both like super hyped about would you mind sharing and introducing yourself to our listeners that may not know anything
1: about you tell us a bit about who you are and what you do and all that good stuff yeah yeah. Well, my name is Tiffany Rogers. I was born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, raised in Mexico City, Mexico. Parent, uh, parents are missionaries. So I grew up um, in Mexico City for 15 years and love moved that. back to the States um, 10 years ago to go to college and have just been here ever since. And uh, I went to school for journalism, so I fell in love with writing at an early age. And um now I work I mean my job is full-time social media pretty much. I run my ministry through my personal online platform, Tiff Rogers Mex. Um but I also my have my favorite <laughs> favorite <you>. follow. <laughs> it's it's been such I mean obviously it's just totally been the Lord to just take what was once a fun, you know, social media platform and turn it into what it has become. It's just a space to like share about the goodness of the Lord and the good news of the gospel, which obviously we're going to talk about more today. And I just consider it such an honor that the Lord would um, choose me to to use a space like Instagram to to be light in kind of a dark social media world. Um, so I just started doing that full-time like four months ago. So that's, it's, I'm like new to this like entrepreneurship, full-time self-employed kind of a situation, but God has just been overwhelmingly faithful and I'm just learning a lot and just, just so thankful and just so excited to like be living life with Jesus because it's such an adventure. (laughs) That's so cheesy to say, but honestly, I believe it.
0: No, absolutely. I totally agree. And it's funny that you said four months because at least for me from the outside looking in, it seems like you've been doing it for so much longer. But oh my gosh, I love that. And you guys, her writings, when I think about like Tiff's writings, I just think they're so, I think so many authors can get a little bit too, I don't know, maybe a little bit too jumbled and try to feel the need to just fill too much space. And when Tiffany uses her words, they're just like, they're just right there. You don't need anything more. She just like sticks it to the word. And man, you guys, I am so excited for what God has for you in the future. And I just love getting to read your writings and see Thank what you're doing. You.
1: Thank you so much. Of I course. I love I love connecting with people through the art of the written word and being able to being able to connect with people on that level and like write in such a way that people understand. I mean, that's how I read. Like I need things. Spelled out for me in a way. And so that's why I just, it comes naturally for me in a lot of ways to write that way as well, and just a way that's just like really practical and tangible Mm -hmm. for others. Because that's how I need it too. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like I love the beautiful,
0: eloquent poems and words and things like that. But I think when it comes down to a lot of these topics, and even today I'm excited to hear about how we even talk about this awesome, very needed topic, you just need something that is, um, laid out but also written so beautifully so i feel like you just like mend those two so well together thank you Um, of course um last icebreaker question before we get into it because i'm so excited but i have kind of been asking all of my lovely guests lately and it's been like a fun way to it's like break the ice and get something fun in there. So, would you tell us one of your favorite things or products at the moment? Because we definitely want to know what Tiff Rogers Max is loving right now. So okay. we can love it too. Yes.
1: So I thought about this question and I was like, hmm, should I go like the super holy route? Or should I go like the like actually very real and honest route? And I chose the real and honest route. Love it. Um, so I'm gonna share with you my current favorite. Starbucks drink. <gasps> I am so <laughs> down. Wait, no
0: one has done this and I don't think I've heard this on a podcast episode yet. Oh, like, I'm so excited. Anyone like... doing this, you are like trailblazing. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> So this is what's so great about this drink is that if you order it in this specific way, it will cost you way less than if you ordered it any other type of way. And that's one of the reasons why I love it, mm. not only because it's actually delicious, but it's very cost efficient as well. And here's what it is. You ask for a Iced doppio espresso, so that's just a double shot espresso over okay. ice in a grande cup with extra coconut milk or any Ooh. milk choice, whatever your preference is. And then you ask for um, vanilla, sweet cream, cold. Oh my God. And it comes oh out to $3.74. For a grande, and it's it's literally an ice. It's a grande iced latte, but I'm Whoa. pretty sure that ice. If you order it as a grande iced latte, it will cost you like maybe a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty more. But if you order it in the specific way, it's three dollars and seventy four cents, and it's so good. Whoa!
0: I wouldn't even think about doing that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know do why they that? have it set up that way. That if you just like change your wording. I mean, maybe this is like a hack that I shouldn't put out there because I hope they don't change that. But I, I, every single time I've ordered it, which has been many now, every, yes. like I've even had a barista tell me like You're so smart. That's like the a way oh. of ordering a latte that's like cheaper than paying the latte price. So I've been I've been encouraged by Starbucks workers to order it this way, and so I encourage all of you to try it. It's it's strong enough, it's sweet enough, but without being Ooh. too strong and too sweet, and it's a great it's a great price. So there you go. Oh, my gosh. That's literally the best. I am going to go grab one of those very same. You should. End. And honestly,
0: like, I've been so cold lately because it's really cold here, but I'm still getting iced coffees when I go out places. Yeah.
1: No. And there's something about just an iced coffee. I think when I make coffee at home, it's always usually hot with like a pour over or a drip coffee machine. Um, but yeah, going out somewhere, I just, I don't know what it is about just needing to have it iced. I don't know. (laughs) It's just, it's just better for some reason. I'm very excited. And the cold foam like any kind of cold, cold
0: foam. foam I have been yes. doing salted caramel oh that would be so good oh my gosh it is really really fire and I don't even know like I think I just found this from someone else's Instagram story so I'm glad we have another awesome recommendation okay if you guys go get this please tag, tag. Tiffany yes, tag her we need to see how many people are loving it and if it's that inexpensive so oh my gosh I'm so excited. I actually saw that on your Instagram story and I've been meaning to try it. Yes. (laughs) Got to
1: put people on the good stuff.
0: I love it. You guys, you're welcome. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. That was too fun. I am very, very thankful you cued us in. Um, Friends, I am super anxious to dive into what God has for us today in this episode, so let's just do it. Uh, Tiffany and I were brainstorming this episode. It's been a couple weeks, and we felt such a hunger to talk about how to spread the gospel with you guys. I think we both get a lot of messages, emails, DMs, questions, comments from lovely ladies like you wondering, how in the world are we supposed to share our faith? We know that God calls us to do it, but how? How? Why, where, when, all that stuff, and it gets actually particular, particularly confusing and hard when we don't know how to spread our faith without shoving it down people's throats or making it kind of awkward sometimes. I'm sure we've all been there, especially when we have friends who don't know Jesus very well. So we're really excited and hopeful to dig deep into the word with you today. That being said, Tiff, I cannot wait to hear from you. So would you mind telling us a bit about your testimony and life growing up and how you came to know Jesus at a young age?
1: yeah so or later in life sorry. yeah no you're good I like I said, my parents are missionaries so I grew up in church That's right. um and so yeah I you know grew up pastor's kid missionaries kid going to church every Sunday serving in church every Sunday basically my whole life and then when I graduated from high school and moved to the states to go to college um I went to a Christian school which was so great I loved my experience I went to Oral Roberts University here in Tulsa um had a great experience like would not would not change you know would not change it. Um, but really and truly, I, I always tell people that my testimony, I call it my real Jesus moment. And Mm. that's verbiage that comes from my church. Um, but basically it means like the moment that I, that I knew Jesus was real to me. Mm. Um, not just because I I live in Oklahoma. I live in the Midwest, like here we are in the Bible belt. So it's very typical for people to, say they're Christians, go to church, and it's just a matter of routine rather than a matter of like really transformational living. And I think I found myself caught up in that just with like how I grew up and with, you know, going to a school in the Midwest and all that. And so honestly, Tara, it wasn't until four years ago that I had my real Jesus moment. And I call it that because, not because I'd never experienced God or, or the Holy Spirit before, like I certainly had. And I definitely like knew that I believed in Jesus. And I was in Bible school at the time, like I was going to learn more about God and I wanted my faith to be real to me. But really and truly, like everything changed for me after I went through like kind of a rough breakup four years ago. Mm. And I felt for the first time like God was really getting a hold of me. And for the first time, I really, really surrendered to Him. And I just remember I mean, my life for like months, probably even years, was go to work, come home, open my Bible, read my Bible, pray repeat. Like that was Mm -hmm. life. And honestly, like that was the best, best thing that could have ever happened to me because for the first time, like I said, I surrendered my life to Jesus. I gave him every part of me and I gave him my heart. And I, I started investing in a prayer life. I started Mm. reading the word to know Jesus, not to just check something off of a list And yeah, everything changed for me from that moment. So um, that's really like my story is after a breakup, I met the real Jesus and life has never been the same Mm. and life has never been better. I love it. I love that. I think it's really cool too
0: because I can kind of feel the same way. I live in the Pacific Northwest, very West, very liberal part of the United States, but it's still the same thing. Like I can very much relate to your story it was kind of growing up grew up in the church grew up with awesome believing parents still are I'm I should never take that for granted but in a way I was pretty I would say wishy-washy kind of like how you felt for a while it's just it was routine it was normal life and so I think that's a great way to transition into what we're talking about today because Tiffany knows what it's like to kind of be in that in between zone where um, we're not like fully sure or fully motivated to live out our faith. And a big part of that is sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. So I think, again, like I said, we as Christians all know that spreading our faith or telling other people about the gospel or evangelizing is in the Bible. We know that it's something that God asks of us. So let's like root this conversation in truth. Would you mind sharing any verses or passages that maybe have stuck out with you when it comes to sharing our faith slash evangelizing? Like, what does God say about it?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And when I was thinking about it and just like meditating on what I wanted to share, I really came back to Matthew six thirty three because mm, Matthew yeah. six thirty three has become uh, my, one of my life verses. I would definitely say, um, but it's it's really the thing that I share with people the most, and and it and it doesn't it won't seem immediately like it relates to evangelism, but I, I'll explain to you why it does. Matthew six thirty three says to seek ye first God's kingdom and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you, and. Um, I like to explain to people a lot of times when they don't know how to read scripture in context, that when it says all these things will be added unto you, that does not mean that if you read your Bible for the day and check off that box for the day, then God's going to give you every little thing that you want. And he's just going to like be a little magic wand that just waves the wand after you read the Bible and boom, you get the life that you want. That's not what that means at all. What that means is that there is nothing better than Jesus. What Mm. that means is that when we seek God for God, when we seek to know Him, when we seek His kingdom, when we seek His righteousness, we have everything that we could ever want or need in Jesus, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if it doesn't look like it. If we have Jesus, we have all that we need. And so Mm. when thinking about evangelism, something that I really am passionate about encouraging people in is you have to know that you know Jesus for yourself before you can Mm. go and try to preach him to someone else. Because you can't talk about what you don't know. And if you're a Christian and you're spending more time trying to tell other people about a Jesus that you don't even know personally for yourself, all you're doing is trying to get Someone to follow a set of rules, yep. And that's not why Jesus came. Jesus said in Matthew five fifteen, "I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it." And so I I know that that's not a strictly like a this isn't like a go ye tell the world. Obviously, we d- we have those passages in scripture, but but Jesus spent a lot of time encouraging people to spend time with him and to sit at his feet and listen and worship. And, um, he encouraged Mary who sat at his feet over Martha who wanted to get things done. And so, um, yeah, I really wanted to bring Matthew six thirty three to this conversation because as, as beautiful as it is to have a heart to share the gospel, um, if if Jesus isn't real to you, if you haven't, if you don't know the life changing and transformational love of Christ for yourself, not just something as you that you know in your head, but that you experience in your heart, mm-hmm. then there's really no basis to jump off of for evangelism. Does that make sense? Absolutely.
0: I am like head nodding, just amen in my heart, because I needed you I, I didn't want to interrupt. I'm like, oh my gosh, go. go, go. <laughs> like, so good. Because it comes down to, like you said, I love it because I am so, so passionate about the same thing about we have to have a foundation, a why of what we like, why we do what we do, like especially for the Lord. And so I'm really thankful that you brought that up because like you said, it has to be Something that we experience for ourselves and not just something that we think we can be legalistic about, or it's like, oh, God calls me to spread the gospel, so I'm just gonna do it whether or not I really know Him or love Him. It really reminds me my parents have just instilled in my brother and I since we were little that we have to make our faith our own. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: yeah and that's exactly that's what I kept that phrase just kept coming over and over my head when you said that because it has to be something that we know and not just know but we love about God and then the more we know and love him the more we're gonna live for him that's like totally how that all connects and so I'm really thankful you laid that foundation and
1: that's exactly too like if it's really real to you if your faith is your own and you've experienced the undoubted transformational love of Jesus Christ, then sharing it is going to come from an overflow. It's going to be something that you cannot help but want to share because it's just that good. It will flow out of you when it becomes so real to you. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it, it gets tough when we as Christians, which I've been there and I still some, sometimes struggle with that thinking, okay, well, God tells me to do this, but I, I'm not feeling it. I don't really know how to, but I'm just going to do it anyway because he calls me to. And God wants your wholehearted devotion. He doesn't want you to do it out of a legalistic mindset. That's what he was condemning the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these people in the gospel for doing, because they didn't really know who Jesus was. And so he wants that He wants a disciple that truly loves him. And like Tiff said, has an overflow in that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And so I was going to ask you to our, like, I mean, we laid the why, but are there any specific reasons why we as Christians should share our faith? Like what does Jesus say will come out of it? What happens? You know, let's let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think it's it's totally possible to to share your faith without like leaving a bad taste in someone's mouth about mm-hmm. the gospel. Um, and the way that we do that, I mean, scripture says in 1 Peter 3.15, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Mm-hmm. And and here's what I want to encourage people to do is when we share the gospel, it's not about trying to necessarily like shove scripture down someone's throat. Mm-hmm. What you do is just be honest be honest about who God is to you. Be honest about what he has done in your life. Like mm-hmm. how has the love of Christ and the message of the gospel changed you? How are you different now than you were before? That's how we share. It's, and it's also, you know, with the scripture that says, well, there's several scriptures about it, but there's one in Revelations 12, 11 that says, they conquered him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Our testimonies are powerful. And, um, again, in Psalm 107 verse two, it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so Mm -hmm. we are, we are called to share the gospel. We are called, but for a lot of people, that's not going to look like standing up on a podium and teaching scripture. That's going to look like sharing with someone like, Hey, I was once lost and now I'm found. Like, let me show you, let me tell you exactly what Jesus did in me to change my life and how this is like, so available to you too.
0: Mm hmm. Amen. Absolutely. And I think, too, I love how you emphasize that passage in first Peter, but you really put the weight on the gentleness Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. of
0: like being prepared, because I think a lot of times I've been guilty. I read that verse and I'm like, okay, be prepared to give a defense. And when you think of defense, you think of armoring up, um, being ready for anyone to attack you, which sure, like Peter tells us to be ready and on the defense. But we also need to not forget the gentleness part because even for like strong personality people more than more the meek people it can be really really easy to come across as defensive and we need to remember that gentleness part
1: i was in a conversation one time with a coworker years ago when i worked at a restaurant and he kept making the statement that jesus was murdered And I kept trying to explain to him, like, no, Jesus laid down his life. Mm. No one took it from him. He said that himself. He said, I lay it down. And we kept going back and forth. And it turned into, like, kind of a heated argument. I was, like, really passionate about wanting him to know, like, Jesus was not murdered. And after that experience, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I don't need you to defend me. He said I I I just need you to be honest about who I have been to you. And I just realized like the Lord doesn't ask us to defend him in a way that uh marginalizes others. Yeah. yeah. Um we obviously should stand up for our faith and stand up for what we believe is right, but um Jesus is the defender. He mm-hmm. is our great defender. That's what scripture says. And so I think in wanting to approach sharing the gospel i do think such a huge part of it is humility and and mm. really just remembering like maybe maybe for a lot of us we've been believers for a long time and we have forgotten what it was like to not really believe and we've forgotten what life had looked like before jesus redeemed us and renewed us and changed us and i think it's important to when we're trying to approach that subject with someone, especially like an unbeliever someone who's like completely unfamiliar with faith, like be kind and gentle because you needed God to be kind mm. and gentle to you. Yeah. And if he hadn't been kind and gentle and loving, like maybe, maybe it was like, for me, my, my experience was, it was stern, but it was so loving. Mm-hmm. It was such a kind, but, but what's the word? Yeah. Just like a stern, uh, talking to, I guess that yeah, God had with yeah. me. And so, yeah, I think if we forget who we used to be and where we came from, and if you are looking back on your life and thinking like, well, God didn't save me from anything, then I don't know that you're in a position where you should be preaching the gospel because God did save you from a lot. And if you don't think that you needed saving, then, um, we need to have a different conversation. But yeah, uh, yeah, for someone who genuinely knows that they've been saved and redeemed and renewed, for someone who genuinely knows the weight and the power and the meaning of the cross, it should not be terribly difficult to approach someone else with kindness and love and gentleness, like it says in the scriptures to do.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you, when you were talking, what I was thinking of, because I've been in the same spot, and so I would love to hear how you would encourage our listeners here. But what would you say to the girl or the guy who wants to evangelize or share their faith in this gentle way that we're talking about, but what would you say to them if they would come up against, or they would say this argument, but I don't want to come across too gentle because I want them to know the reality of the gospel because the gospel isn't, is it isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It can, it can be hard stuff. Yeah. And so what would you say to that person who says, I want to be that gentle person, but I also... I want to stay strong. Where do you find that balance when you're sharing your faith?
1: I would remind people that it's actually not your job to get someone to believe the gospel because that's yes. that's the Holy Spirit's job. That's what He mm-hmm. does. What God calls us to do is to be the hands and feet. What He calls us to do is to share our testimony. What He calls us to do is to love others. That is our job. It is not your job to be the judge. It is not your job to be the jury. And it is not your job to make sure to hammer into someone's brain that Mm. this is truth and that they have to receive it. So so there's probably a little bit of like trust that you, not a little bit, there's certainly trust that you need to, that needs to be involved in sharing the gospel with someone. There's like, Mm -hmm. if you're going into it with pride and thinking like, I know best, so you need to listen to me. Like that's, that's, that's a pride issue. And it's really not about you. It's really not about you. In fact, it's not about you at all. It's only about you to the extent that you share what Jesus has done in and through you and for you. And so I would say if someone's worried about like wanting to be, you can you can be a confident, you can be confident in what Jesus has done for you and in who you are now because of the cross. Um, you can be confident in sharing that, but you do not have to put the pressure on yourself and you do not have to control the outcome of what Mm -hmm. comes from you sharing your testimony. And you do not have to worry really about making sure that someone believes what you're telling them. Because again, this is about you being honest. What Mm has Jesus really done for you? How is your life really different? And I think for a lot of us, like for me, I guess I can only speak for myself, but like my story makes me weepy. It makes <laughs> yeah. it like it it breaks my heart for the way that I used to be and but but what, that's what scripture does. Like that's what the word of God says is that he takes our heart of stone and makes it like flesh. Mm-hmm. And so if if the idea of the cross and if the reality of who Jesus is doesn't bring you to your knees in humility and in repentance and in just like love for a God that would go to the extent that he went to for us then then maybe you maybe you maybe you really need to like figure those things out before you go out and try and like tell someone the gospel and I'm not saying that everybody has to get emotional like I do obviously yeah. <laughs> obviously people have different personalities and they have different stories and 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 and, and Praise God that there are different personalities out there and different, like, communication styles, obviously. We're not all called right. to share in the same way because people need to hear different perspectives. We all have different – we've all seen different facets of the face of God, like C.S. Lewis talks about. And so mm-hmm. – um, but I guess I do mm-hmm. – yeah, I just want to encourage you, like, it is totally possible to do what Scripture says um, mm-hmm. in, in every sense of the word. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What has been coming to my mind too when I was preparing for this was the Holy Spirit was emphasizing the fact that, like you said, God is the one who convicts hearts and changes hearts. I like to think of it as we're just simply the megaphones and we're just just the the vessels, vessels, mm -hmm. the people that are just repeating God's truth. It isn't isn't something that we've done. We've just been invited into this awesome opportunity. And it can be It can be really hard, like you said, to find that balance between gentleness and sternness and emphasizing the truth. But God just calls us to be obedient. We've been given this opportunity to partner with God. We're not the ones who can create true heart change. And that's okay because we can't do that. God's done it. And so I think a lot of times we think that this is all on us. Yeah. And which it's good to remember that this is a big deal, that sharing the faith, sharing our faith is a big deal. It's something that we should really take to heart, like Tiffany was saying earlier, we need to know who Jesus is, what he's done for us. We need to know those foundations of faith and have that change our hearts before, but remember that we're just the hands and feet. He is the one that does the work. I was actually reading in First Corinthians 3, one of my favorite passages about this, um, verse six through nine, Paul uses a metaphor of a gardener, a seeds and water, mm, saying, saying that, that, he's Paul saying that, I planted the seeds. Apollos, one of his friends and fellows in the faith, Apollos watered, but God alone was the one who brought the growth. I just I love that metaphor because he's saying, sure, like I'm a part of this. I planted the seeds. I I was obedient to God. I I brought the truth. Apollos continued on it. He watered those seeds, but God grew the roots. He chose whose hearts were going to be enlightened. He started to grow those roots in those hearts and it's amazing that we have this part in it, but we have to remember God is the one who truly does the work. We're simply called to be faithful and let him do his work in his time, which is also hard because I have so many friends I'm thinking of too that, you know, we've started to plant little seeds and, and in their hearts and it's frustrating and discouraging because it's like, man, I just, why don't they get it? It's been yes. years. Why don't they yeah. get it? And, yeah. um, but again, it's his time. It's his work. It's his power. And are like, called to be faithful.
1: How amazing is it that God chooses to partner with us? Like yeah, do yeah. we do we realize that he actually does not need us because he is yeah. fully God and he can actually orchestrate everything and anything without a single one of us participating in any of it? Like I believe in a God who is just that powerful that he does not need us but he wants us and he chooses us and he he that's why he created us was for partnership, for intimacy, mm-hmm. for relationship and so just the fact that like he wants to partner with us in every facet, every area mm-hmm. of life but also especially in this facet of sharing faith with people and, like, letting other people know about Jesus. Like, Mm -hmm. that is just such an honor that the God of the universe wants to partner with me. He wants to partner with you. He wants to take what has happened and what he has done in your life and, like, the things that have transpired to ultimately serve, to benefit someone else. And I truly believe, Tara, that part of the reason why we go through some of the things that we go through is solely because solely so that we can connect with someone else coming along behind us in that same Mm -hmm. exact situation and be someone who can speak into their lives and encourage them through the storm and take their hand with them and just like be with them through it. Like I'm just so convinced that and and, and the truth is like if that's true of many things in my life, I would go through it all 10 times Mm -hmm. over for the sake of someone else So ah, yeah, I just want to encourage, maybe this is a little bit of a different topic, but like if you're going through something right now, like just Mm -hmm. know that it is not pointless. It is not for nothing, even though it probably totally feels like it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So much of my pain has felt so senseless. Yeah. But I've realized now that it never ever was. It always had a purpose, and I'm so grateful that my story can now be used to help someone else coming alongside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Amen.
0: I, It just blows my mind to think that God would love us. It sounds so upside down to say this, but hear me out. It, it blows my mind that God would love us so much to let us go through the fire and the trials in our life so that we could use that to glorify glorify him and to maybe bring someone to him. Or if someone's on the edge um, and they're still grappling between God and the world and then they hear your story, they hear what you've gone through and the pain you've experienced and that was what God wanted to use to convict their heart and to really draw them closer to him, then shouldn't that be worth it? it? I think it's crazy that we think that God is so unloving when he lets us go through these things, but I think we need to realize that God loves us in the midst of him. And he is so much more wise than we could ever imagine. And it's just so beautiful to see how he works things out. And I just, like Tiffany said, I have no clue why he would choose us. I'm not saying that none of us are amazing and fearfully, wonderfully made. But I mean, let's be honest. I We mess up multiple, if not hundreds of times yeah. a day. Yeah. Why would God want us to be a part of this? It just blows my mind. But he, he works through broken vessels like us. And I think that makes it even more beautiful because we're broken, but we live for someone who is not, who is wholly perfect. And we get to show other people that yeah I'm weak but he's strong in me and you can have that in your life
1: amen that's so good
0: no oh my gosh you're just bringing the fire I love (laughs) love this girl I'm just so thankful for women like you who are just so rooted in the word it's just it just blows my mind I am so glad that we've gotten to dig into the why of evangelism and sharing our faith today It's just so important to dig into the word and I've been so blessed. So to wrap up the episode, why don't we take some time to share with our awesome friends today and just get practical for ourselves. Do you have any practical tips or encouragement for anyone who wants to share their faith in this strong but gentle way that we've talked about? Like, Are there things in your life that God has done or just ways that the scripture tells us to just live out our faith and share with others?
1: Yeah, I think... I've 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 hit on this a couple times, but just to be really practical, like being honest about what God has done in you and through you and for you can Mm -hmm. take a lot of different forms. I think on a really practical level, that can be like you're going, you're you know, you're meeting up with a friend who's going through a hard time, and maybe you can relate to or resonate with whatever it is that she's going through. Like a lot of times when people are going through hard things, all they need is someone to listen and have a shoulder to cry on. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times they are looking for hope and they're looking for light. And so just really practical ways are for you to just literally say, look, I'm so sorry for what you're going through. I have actually been there. And let me tell you, how I came through on the other side or like what what's been happening for me in my life and then just go into it just say look like this is where I was and then this happened and the Lord met me and I just like I know that it sounds crazy but I know he's real like this is what happened to mm-hmm. to show me very pra- like very tangibly that like Jesus changed me and this is how and this is why like it can come down to just like really practical one-on-one conversations it can look like I mean, I don't know, you know, if any of your listeners have like social media presences or whatever, but mm-hmm. like if you're on yeah. social media, I'm not definitely not everyone is called to do what Tara and I do as far as like having an online ministry. And I'm sure. certainly not saying that everybody has to do that at all. But like if you feel led to share your story online, share your story online because there's such a huge reach there. And oftentimes, like I know it can be really scary, especially because you don't know how people are gonna respond. But I think you'll be more surprised than not of how people will react and respond to you sharing even something simple. Like maybe you don't go into all the details, but you just say like something simple. Um, you know, it can look like maybe you lead a small group at your church or you're you're just participating in a small group at your church and like mm-hmm. hearing about what other people are going through and just literally sharing like, look, this is, this is what I'm going through or this is what the Lord has led me through. Like I know that, you know, it's really just a matter of um, – conversations whether that's in person online um yeah yeah I don't know I mean maybe like I know some people have done like videos of their testimony and shared those on social media like that's another great way to just like let people know about what God has done for you but I mean like I said not everybody's called to share in the same mm-hmm. way and and really I mean a lot of it is going to be I mean probably all of it is going to be just being led by the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and to lead you and guide you in sharing um, about the gospel. And I want to be careful when I, when we say like sharing your testimony, I think for a lot of people, that's a very vulnerable. I mean, it's extremely vulnerable for anybody, obviously. So much Mm -hmm. of that is extremely personal. And so that's why I'm saying like, Obviously not everybody is called to share every detail of their story online. Obviously, obviously. I want to make sure that's like very clear. Yeah. But um there there's a way to to share about what God has done in and through you without sharing the details of your personal life and story. Because again, it just comes back to being honest. And yes. so I is that does that make any sense? Is that making sense? No,
0: that makes a ton of sense. You mean the part about just you can still share the meat of your story without sharing the intimate details, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's, I mean, you can do that for both real-life conversations and online conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think we can still get to the general outline of what, you know, our testimony is without sharing too much because i'm sure tiffany and i with our occupations and our online ministries we have had to walk that line too because i know people ask a lot of intimate questions or maybe they feel like they want to know more which i don't blame them at all you know it's this person that they um enjoy following and they want to know more but at the same time as long as we're keeping the focus on the Lord and what he's done, yes. it's okay to keep those details back. I was going to ask too, I'm sure there's a lot of women listening. I actually do have a lot of ladies in my community that are have either have Instagram pages or um, websites or things like that. And I would just, what would you say to those girls who who feel like they want to share online? But I mean, I, I guess I don't really know how to articulate this. I guess what I'm going to say is that I feel like sometimes we put pressure on This is just the age we're in, the the social social media media age. Mm -hmm. It's 2020. There's so much going on, especially with the pandemic. There's just, there's so much more people on social media. There seems to be, at least I've seen women who feel like that's the only way to spread the gospel right now. And I just would love to hear your thoughts on, there's just so much opportunity in the everyday. And what would you say to the woman who wants to,
1: but also just really needs to be reminded that it's, it's in our everyday, everyday. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good question and I love that you brought that up. I would say number one, be led by the Holy Spirit because yes. if you're led by your flesh to share your testimony because you just want to share about your life with someone, then we need a heart check situation to happen. Yeah. Um, so you have to be led by the Holy Spirit with 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 a- anything and everything, just all of life, we need to be led yeah. by the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Like that's point blank period. Um, but I would also say like, our lives are to be lived with an audience of one. And that is both online and offline. So I have to come back to this conversation with myself often because I'm also a human and I can certainly tend to fall into temptation with certain things and with how I'm sharing online. And so Mm -hmm. I often have to come back to this conversation of, Lord, you are the only one who matters as far as your opinion goes in who I am and what I do. And what what you say about me is the only voice I want to be listening to. And everything that I do is for you and for your glory. And so um, I, I also want to encourage like, if people are not sharing online because of fear, you know we, we need to, we need to address that as well because if you feel like the lord is asking you to share something online that is maybe uncharacteristic of you to share or makes you feel really uncomfortable to share then you have to ask yourself is it more worth it to you to keep fear at bay than it is to obey god and is is what god's asking you to do going to change if you don't do that thing that he's asking you to do and step out in faith to do so there's two sides of this Mm -hmm, but it all comes down to being led by the holy spirit and and really and truly like who if if who i am online is completely different than who i am in person then i have got this all wrong and i'm 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 being utterly deceptive, both to myself and to everybody who follows me. If I don't have character and integrity and consistency in who I am showing myself to be and in who I actually am, at the end of the day, what I'm doing is so futile and I don't want it. I really don't. And so, yeah, I really want to encourage you to like, or encourage listeners, like check your heart and make sure that you're listening to the Holy Spirit because he's going to be the one to lead you and guide you. And if we're not loving people in our everyday lives, but we're loving people really well online, what does that say about us? And have we really been changed by scripture, by the, Mm -hmm. by the, by the, good news of the gospel. If I just want people to think of me a certain way because of how I act online, but then I'm totally different with people in my everyday lives. Maybe I've gone a little bit off topic there, but <laughs> I, <know. laughs>
0: I loved it. I loved it. And the emphasis on being led by the Holy Spirit. I think sometimes that trips us up. It seems very Christianese, but guys, it comes down to this. It comes down to Yes, if you're a Christian, you have the spirit in you. That's the guarantee of your faith in your life. That is a promise that you have. But being filled and walking by the spirit every day means getting in the word, letting him renew your heart, letting him tell you what he wants you to do through the spirit through the word. And then as you go about your day, like asking him how he wants you to live that out, what he wants you to do through it. So I think we overcomplicate it. It seems so mystical, but it's really just getting in the word. It's communicating with him in prayer. It's letting him have the reins in your life instead of you having it. Because we're not we're not called to walk by ourselves. We're called to walk by the spirit, right? right? Amen. So that is how we're supposed to do that. And it just all comes down to, like Tiffany was saying, this should all be rooted in walking by the by spirit. The spirit. So, Amen. so, oh my gosh. Tiffany, I want to say the biggest thank you and the biggest virtual hug for taking time out of your day to speak on something so fiery in all of our hearts. Thank you for your fierce authenticity, your gentle wisdom, and your passionate love for helping others reach others for Christ, helping others reach others. I am so thankful for how biblically rooted and um, just so much depth this conversation had and I know that the women listening have just so much to think about. I do too. And so before we close out this episode, would you please tell us where we can find you and follow you online? How can these lovely listeners follow you for more words and encouragement and just faith-filled writings. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much. This has just been honestly so great for me to talk about these things too and just be reminded of like the foundation of who we are and what we do mm-hmm. and like where all this comes from. It's, it, it it has truly been so refreshing for me to prepare for this, but also to have this mm-hmm. conversation with you. Like yeah. I'm, I'm excited, not because people get to hear me and my story and my voice, but because I, I really hope and I will be praying that like, In listening to this episode, people will be challenged to seek God for God and to really know the real Jesus for who he is and for how good he is. And mm-hmm. oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for that to be the case. And I'll be praying yeah. for that over this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, people can find me on Instagram at tiffrogersmex. Um, and that's really, I mean, I, my website is tiffanyrogers.co, C-O. Um, and those are really like the two main places that you can find me. I'd love for people to subscribe to my website if they would like the subscribe button is on my website. I don't send out daily emails actually hardly ever. Really only one ever goes out when I write a blog post but I've only written one this year. so if you're worried about getting bombarded with emails you don't have to be <laughs> worried about that with me. But if you'd like to stay in touch in a more intimate way that would be awesome. People are also always welcome to email me. My email link is in the bio of my um, of my Instagram page. I love connecting with people on a personal level. As well. So, yeah, would love to uh, see your faces and have you following along and just be part of this community together of believers. And, yeah, would love to have you. And again, I'm so blessed, so thankful, so truly honored, Tara, that you would have me. I wrote down in my planner uh, Truth Talks with Tiff and Tara for today. I so. love it. Oh my gosh.
0: That's like literally the best.
1: best. I love it. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. I am so forever thankful for your friendship, your wisdom, and your time being here. Oh, my gosh, friend. I love you so much. And I am Love you. I'm so filled by this, you guys. I will link everything in the description so you can go follow Tiff because I know if you're not already, which... Tiffany, you were one of the most requested people to be interviewed on Truth no.
1: Talk with uh, Seriously, I think, so I, got, like, I think I got
0: like got like ten people that are like Tiff Rogers. Mike. I'm like, heck <laughs> awesome. yeah! I'm like, that's my girl. That's so so we're totally doing this. I love it.
1: I love it. That's 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 awesome.
0: Well, I feel so honored and like you said too, I'm I'm just more than ever excited for what God's going to do in people's hearts and that I will challenge yeah. and um, just spur them on because again, it's not, we're just, we're just the megaphones. Even, even Tiffany and I with these platforms, we're just the megaphones or we hope just to be the people that are just pointing back to the word and getting it, getting into it for yourself and um, getting to go out and live out your faith and share your faith from a heart amen. that loves him. So amen. Amen. Tiffany, I love you, girl. Thank you so much for being here again. Sending you the biggest hug.
1: Love you. Thank you so much, guys. If
0: God spoke to your heart through today's episode, we would so appreciate if you could take a screenshot of you listening, post it to your Instagram stories, and tag me and Tiffany so that we can love on you and also just spread this message as far as we can online and offline to tell people how beautiful and actually possible it is to spread and share the gospel. Thank you also for leaving a rating and review for this show, Truth Talks with Tara. The best way to love on your favorite podcast or podcasters or people in ministry is to leave a rating and review. This is such a beautiful blessing to help us reach more ears and reach charts so basically we can reach more people for the Lord. Thank you, my sweet sister, for listening to another episode of the show today. I love you so much and I cannot wait to talk to you next week.